This is Pack Your Bags with Tui and I'm your host, Russell Kane. Welcome back to our frequent flyers and hello to any new passengers. This is the travel podcast where I speak to the legends from the world of sport, food science, entertainment and more to chat about their greatest travel adventures and the things that go wrong, their misadventures and how these experiences have enriched their lives. How it works is quite simple. Over the episode, my guests must reveal their three must-pack items from their hand luggage. It might be something nostalgic. It might be something practical. It might be a pair of pants. Pants seem to come up a lot, but I love finding out the travel stories behind them. I'm also going to have a little nose at the passport. Yes, so I can shallowly mock the cheesy grin. But also, I want to know what a passport means to them. What's it unlocked for them? What does that stamp mean? What was it like when you went there? And to polish it all off, we'll end with a quick fire round to really put them in the hot seat. I'm buzzing like an old hairdryer to be joined by a comedian, celeb, Gogglebox fan favourite, and I'm a celeb, I'm going to say survivor. Babatunde Aleshe in the house. Blah, blah, Rewind blah, up blah, again. Babatunde Aleshe. Welcome. On. Thank you, bro. Thank Good. you for having me, my G. <laughs> Finally, a comedian in here, someone with an actual talent. Yeah. <laughs> we will save the world after the apocalypse. We will. All, all we'll have is laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Zelensky's already doing it. That proves it. How are you, man? You good? I'm good, my bro. Good uh, to see you again, you man. You too. I recognise those eyes. They are the <laughs> eyes of someone touring. Yes. <laughs> and having a child under the age of 10. I know, because I have those eyes yeah. most days. Um, how's the tour going? Has it? Uh, is this your first major, major tour? It's my first major That's tour. That's why I, I used to, I had those eyes for about five yeah. tours. Then after the fifth tour, something dies on the inside and you, and you don't get those eyes anymore. <laughs> So I look forward to that. How's the tour going? It's going good. It's going, um, it's surprising, like, you know what I'm saying? New found audience mm. uh, and, um, yeah, just getting used to, like, the whole routine of it all. I'm, uh, you know, just not, I don't want to preempt too much, but one of the things I make sure I've got in my luggage is the is the old eye patches that, you oh, know, yeah. in the morning slap those on. Do oh, you mean like, like cucumber type thing? Or yeah, cool, cool ones. yeah, the cooling eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put yeah. those on. They're not working. <laughs> the only trouble is when you've got to do something in the morning. Like, you know, if you've got to wake up and do an interview and yeah. you've got like burger eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the little brake light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruv. So uh, you'll be ready. You'll definitely be ready for a break after oh, after this tour. Yes. Ready for a holiday? Oh, yeah. I've got a three month break in, in between uh, just before I do the autumn leg. So. Yeah. And and you got your child about six or seven? Yeah, six or seven. Right, my, my baby's seven. Still, I think say baby till about, about 34, 35. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the thing that I struggle with when mm. I'm on the road traveling. It's all lovely. Doesn't matter how nice the hotels is. Doesn't matter if I'm playing a tour date in Malta, which I have done, or Zurich, which I have done. There's still that, ah, oh, I'm on my own. Yeah. yeah. So how, how are you adapting to that? Because that'll be new to you as I'm well. I'm not going to lie. I'm loving it, bro. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife take care of my son. He's a nutcase, bro. You're, like, the, you're, you're there in a the fluffy dressing gown going, yeah. how am I coping? <laughs> right, so your passport. Let's have a quick look at your passport. What's going on in that picture? <laughs> that, bro, you know what, yeah? You've got to take a natural photo. You've got to be very neutral, innit? Yeah. And, um... It's, it's hard for comedians to do a neutral hard, face, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we're used to smiling and messing around. Yeah. But what annoys me about my picture is that I don't have a trim. Not the fade wasn't. No fade. The hairline You committed to crazy. a 10-year picture without a tight fade. I know, right? <laughs> and so when, like, people look at my passport picture, they... You can see the other half of them wants to laugh and then they, they, the other half of them has to take the job seriously. <laughs> the other half wants to make a donation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, bruv. 
Um, so what's the, the stamp you're most proud of in there? Any weird visa you've had to get or anything? Uh, you know what? Barbados is the, the oh, best one, yeah. You like Barbados, do you? Yeah, who like doesn't? It. I've never met anyone who went, I went to Barbados, wasn't fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you've got to enjoy yourself. Okay, so you're here to chat about all of your travel experiences, and I believe you've got some hand luggage with you today. Yeah. What is your first must-pack item in your bag? First must-pack item is wet wipes. Wet wipes. Yeah. Now, a multiple use, definitely as a parent, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Are they are they for child use? I mean, yeah, but mainly for me, my G. <laughs> now, are these, are these antibacterial covid no. wipes, no. or are these... These are toilet... Right, shoot. I did. I didn't want to yeah. go there first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're traveling south of the equator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going south of the border right now, mate. <laughs> so is this is this a fear of like in case in case you haven't got access to like full facilities, or is this just the normal thorough Baba Tunde? <laughs> this is normal thorough Baba Tunde. Yeah, have to keep myself clean. Baba Touche. Baba Touche. Ooh, nice one. <laughs> you never one. used that before? Never, but oh, I'm using man, it now. come yeah, on. Yeah, Baba Touche. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? It's because, bro, like, normal tissue, just it, it just don't feel great. No. You no know? I, I've not got an issue with this. Yeah. You would think that couldn't reveal too much about you, but it reveals a lot because it immediately shuts down quite a lot of different travel experiences. <laughs> I couldn't imagine camping or mountain climbing or anything nope, like that. that. I think we could immediately delete all of those experiences. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's get to know your travel personality a little bit. Right. When you arrive in a new place, what are your priorities for the trip? Is it food? Is it relaxation? Is it activities? Is it sites? Where do we go first? It is relaxation. My man. Yeah. So. I'm not, I don't really care too much for activities. Sites I do like because I think, you know, you go to different places, you see yeah. different things, and, and some countries can be very, very breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. However, I am all about chilling. But, you know, you talk about the Caribbean. Like, I'm, like, we're planning to go to Barbados mm, in January. Nice. And I know, I've been to St. Lucia, for example. Right. And before I went to St. Lucia, I knew I was in Pigeon Island. I knew this is amazing stuff yeah. to go and see. And you get there and you think, I can't even be bothered <laughs> to walk from the beach back to my room. I go and explore Pigeon Island. And it, it's really hard to leave these wonderful resorts once you get there. Yeah. So if you're somewhere that has the perfect scenery and the perfect hotel, whether it's Barbados or St. Lucia, do you still put yourself on excursions? Oh, well, I have to because my wife, you know, like, so I have to. Why do you say that? Because she really wants to go. She's oh, activity. she's an excursion. Yeah, she she's about all of that. Me, I can, bro, I, I don't even really care too much about how the sites are at the uh, resort or wherever we are. Because to be honest, I, I just, I'm going to block everything out anyway and just find myself a nice drink, chill out and not do anything. You know? Recharge, you're recharging, yeah, recharging aren't you? Yeah. That's what people don't understand. People look at me and think, God, I bet you're a nightmare on holiday. Do you ever relax? I'm like, I don't move. I'm like, you know one of those lizards you see heating up at 8am on a rock? That is me, but the whole day. You literally Man. recharge. So the food must be important to yes, you as well. food is very important. Do you like all-inclusive or do you prefer to go and explore a little restaurant at night? I like both, but I'm not going to lie. If we don't have uh, all-inclusive, I find that a bit weird. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the amount of money that we will be paying. That's it. <laughs> That's it. See, that yeah. might, see, if you get a middle class person in here, they'll be <laughs> going, I'd feel bad for all inclusive because I'm missing the local culture and restaurants. <laughs> but someone like me who grew up on a council estate, like, I want to know in advance yeah, yeah. how much my booze and food's going to cost. <laughs> it's not, it's not, 
I'm not insulting the culture of St. Lucia. I just need a budget. Well, that's it. And also, I don't know if you're the same, but I try to get in profit by eating and drinking more mm. than I think the Ooh. hotels make. Yeah. <laughs> serious no you know when you, you're like I don't even fancy king prawns but I'm gonna have a pile of them yeah. it's like, and then it's like I've won Tuesday yeah 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying nah, right? that's good. so it'd be good to get an idea of your relationship to travel as a kid and how that's changed over time when did you first go abroad what was the first place you fell in love with I mean the first time I got, went abroad is when I got married bruv I grew up really? poor like, yeah bruv I, I grew up so poor no bro. overseas trips none your... bruv the, the only overseas well, I can't even say overseas bruv Isle of Wight no. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if you might have any uh, cultural nah. heritage in your family and visited where no, grandparents well, were from or anything I mean yeah I'm Nigerian but I, I've never never been. done a Lagos no nah, never done in Lagos, man, because like we, you know, my mum, single parent, worked absolutely, you know, hard, but never had the money to um, book a trip. Isle of Wight, that is over. I mean, it's yeah. a sea. You went over. There it. you go. <laughs> Isle of Wight was. I mean, I went. I went Paris, but that's like that counts. Yeah, I mean, Paris counts. is amazing. Yeah, but that wasn't. That was like school trip type of thing. So, how did you get to Paris, Coach? Ferry. Ferry. Uh, and what was it like? Were you two? How old were you? Like 14, oh, 15? God, how old was I? Yeah, like 13, 14. Were you able to take it in or were you too busy being a teenager? Yeah, too busy being a teenager. You see like couple sites. Oh, okay, yeah, Eiffel Tower and, uh, you know, those types of things. But we weren't constant. We were more excited about McDonald's. Yeah. I'll <laughs> see if the burgers were the same. No, yeah, yeah, and the McFlurry. Yeah. Like, we, we were obsessed. Like, that time when McFlurry's just kept, like, landed, we were like, ah! <laughs> so, yeah. We were like, yeah, it tastes better over here, doesn't it? And all of that rubbish. Uh, but yeah, we, we didn't really take it in. Like the second time I went, I took uh, Paris in way more. When was the second time? Oh my gosh. When, the, I can't remember the exact year, but I went, funny enough. As an adult though. Yeah, I went as an adult. I went with um, my pastor and two elders from my church. Uh, I went to like a predominantly uh, Jamaican church, and so it was the funniest trip, man. We, cause I'm, I've gone like I want to experience French culture, Paris culture, yeah. Right. So I've gone there. I'm like, right, we're gonna get some food. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Right. Number one, Paris is absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. I did not know this the first time I went, but mm -hmm. the second time I went, I was like, wow, this yeah, place is really stunning. nice. Lovely sights and scenes and everything. Cool. Why did my pastor? This is, this is elderly Jamaican people. Why did he bring packed lunch? Why did he bring? <laughs> why did he bring? And, and not like packed lunch like in like a container, right? No. What, all the way from England? Yeah, all the way from England. He brought in, <laughs> he, he brought in tinfoil. He wrapped all his packed lunch in tinfoil. And he was just uh, like, he was like, Tunde, do you want a dumpling? I'm like, why do you have fried dumpling? <laughs> wrapped oh in God. tinfoil. Like, what are uh, you doing? We had, we had fried dumpling. We had uh, fried chicken. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And they were like, you must eat eat it and I was like I don't want it I want to go to like a proper restaurant and eat food right you know yeah oh my god that is hilarious <laughs> so when you travelled as kids did you have a yearly holiday even if it was like no, camping or anything at no, all no didn't have the budget for that man 
trust me, my guy. They have the budget for that. The, the closest we would go is Brixton <laughs> to yeah, go see really. my auntie. <laughs> We're traveling south for some. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? SW2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I have to give it up to my mum because, like, look, man, she worked her socks off. Of course, and, I get it. Yeah, yeah. When, when she did have the money to go, it was more of a priority for her to go over there and see family. She couldn't pay for everybody, to like me and my sister. But, you know, God bless, you know, my mum because at the end of the day, now I can send everybody, the whole family. So that, I That's think it's kind of returned it in, 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 in ways. If you were going to send the whole family, extended family, to one place tomorrow on a big Babatunde holiday, where would it be? To be honest, it'd be Jamaica, man. It'd be Jamaica because I think that my, they, my family, my big Nigerian family, would appreciate you know, just being away from Nigeria for a bit and still being in the sun, but also, like, they love reggae. You know, mm. Nigerians big fans of reggae, so I know they'd love Isn't that. your wife a Caribbean as well? Yeah, she's Jamaican, and that's another reason why I'd go, because, you know, my wife, I know she would love nothing else but to go to Jamaica, spend a month there, and that's her recharging her batteries yeah. and getting back to her culture and food and so, everything. So, Lindsay, my wife's observed that whenever I go back there for a night out, I immediately become slightly like I'm going to do a bank job on the Monday or take your credit card number or someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> I come full Essex. Does your wife become more Caribbean when Mate, she's Jamaica, if I could put it that way? Yes, when she gets around her family, once her family <laughs> comes to our house, oh my gosh, I'm just like, I don't even understand you anymore. She goes full Patois, like she just goes into it. <laughs> <her. laughs> yeah, she goes into it. She loves it. She what does your kid think of that then? Oh, he he thinks it's funny. Like he's at the age where he mocks her her Jamaican accent. He just finds everything she says in a Jamaican accent hilarious. Like we've got um a children's book uh where the the characters are Jamaican and he makes my wife read it in the accent and he just sits there just t- like crying laughing like <laughs> It's my, beautiful to watch. My wife's northern. She, she's got like a Manchester accent. Yeah. Minna is my daughter. She's trying to learn by phonics at school, same way your yeah, kid yeah. is. So I'll come home to practice and I'm like, you go upstairs. That's an uh. And she's been taught uh. Because no. <laughs> my wife goes uh, upstairs to my back. It's like old English or something. <laughs> so when you did go abroad then, that was your honeymoon, was it? Yeah. No Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First so time. you're getting on an aeroplane. You your mind must have been blown. Is that the first time you've flown? Yeah, yeah. Were you not scared? No. <laughs> uh, but when you got off the plane, because you never experienced heat then. No. So, <laughs> yeah. so what was yeah, that? That like? was that was like whoa, because it literally it's like stepping into an oven. Like as soon as they opened the doors um, for us to go outside off the plane, I was just like, what the actual hell? Like whoa, that is hot. And then I literally, within like an hour or two, I just adjusted and I was just like, because one thing I've I've noticed about myself, wherever I go, it's like I take to the place straight away and like immediately within like half an hour of us being at the hotel, I was just like, I'm going to go out for a little bit of a walk. And I just, you know, went around the block and just, yeah, just kind of got to know the local area just a little bit. Yeah. I love doing stuff like that. Like, mm. and the more I've gone on like different places, it's, it, I'm definitely a, a person who likes to explore. I can definitely go on a holiday by myself, which I'm going that, to do. That's so. a stand-up's mentality, though, isn't it? We are programmed to absorb the little cultural mores of wherever we go. Yeah. So I played um, Zurich, as I said, last month. And by the time that taxi got to my hotel, I knew what French-Swiss people thought of German-Swiss people. Like, it's, it's a massive thing. Big rivalry, quite harsh jokes, quite big stereotypes. You can go quite far. Yeah. Even as an outsider, I'd learn all of those. I'd learn about the Italian <laughs> bits. I'd learn what they thought of the Romy bit. I'd learn what the economy and 
this and that yeah, and what yeah. the in jokes were. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just attuned to yeah. sucking culture. I was, I was asking, I was doing the same. I was asking questions. I, I, I met some guy who was first he was begging for money, and then afterwards, like we became friends and like we were just talking, and he was just telling me about the whole place because at, we kind of got there late-ish. So uh, you've been to the Caribbean, you've heard I've been, like I've the, been St. Lucia, Antigua, but I've not been to. You hear like the birds chirping at night, yeah. the peeny wallies and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, what? what is that sound? And he was breaking it down to me and stuff like that and like the local food and how you say hello in like the Bayesian culture and stuff like that. And it was lovely, man. It was dude. Yeah. They must, let's have a Bridgetown tour date immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that seeing that on the tour poster. St. <laughs> Lucia, Jamaica. That would be Amado. so good. <laughs> oh, I hope I make Maldives the next day. <laughs> oh, Russell's retired, never to be seen again. So why did you choose Barbados apart from it? Just, I mean, it is your go-to honeymoon or romantic destination yeah. was there any other reasons well you know the first suggestion was jamaica but i was just like come on man babes you're jamaican that's kind of unfair because yeah. i can just be like let's go nigeria you know what yeah. i'm saying so I, I did want to go to the caribbean and then we were just like barbados like it's absolutely perfect and it's very close to the uh jamaican culture in terms of food and mm. like just overall culture but it was just somewhere new for both of us and we kind of just wanted to go somewhere where we didn't have any connection in terms of family and um yeah just we just wanted to vibes and just mm. you know it's our honeymoon man it's, we just wanted to really enjoy ourselves and let our hair loose and stuff like that so i mean we got drunk we were yeah <laughs> we were, it's the rum in it yeah the rum yeah, the rum, yeah. yeah. Man, we had a good time and it was just perfect, man. The food is so good. Mm. Uh, the nightlife is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, just a beautiful balance of heat and luxury. Like, you know what I mean? Did you leave the resort? Did oh, you go yeah. out and about? What did you see? Anything that really yeah, sticks yeah, yeah. in your mind? So we did the uh, turtle experience where you get to um, oh, swim man. with the turtles. What was that like? That was amazing. Did you not feel like you were going to get nipped or freaked out No, 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 no. Like, hey, I, I would have had some tight swimming trunks. Yeah. I wouldn't want that turtle thinking there was some free food dangling down. No, it's down. really... It's, it's <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> It's very shallow, so like you're you're in there with them, and yep. and they're just swimming around. You get to touch them; it's it's beautiful. Yes. Um, uh, we went around the whole island. We paid a driver, and we literally went around the whole island in like three and a half hours. He took us literally everywhere to like the deep countryside. I might steal that contact off you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my friend went to Solution. He did the same thing. Befriended a local driver, and it's not just the the convenience. They they know so much about the culture, yeah. and they can talk you yes. through and the and stories. You get that personal element. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. We went everywhere. It's, uh, talked about the history and ah, oh, it, was, it was dope. And what was funny, oh my gosh, it was so joke. So I have to explain this. So basically, when me and my wife got married, in Nigerian culture, I'm sure you know this, they spray you with uh, dollar, dollar yeah, bills, right? Yeah. One dollar bills. So we had like three grand worth of like money, but all one dollar bills, right? So it cost, it, you can either pay in US dollars or Bayesian dollars in mm -hmm. Barbados, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I forgot how much it cost in Bayesian dollars, but in US it cost 74 uh, US dollars for him to take us around the whole island. That is cool. bloody good, isn't it, right? Yeah, it was good. But imagine I've got only $1 bills, right? So I've counted up all the money and it looks like a thick stack. Oh, so you thought he was getting a big tip. Yeah, so oh. when, when, when he's just like, oh yeah, 70, $74, I've given him... His eyes have oh, like literally lit up. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, boss, uh, just, just make sure you look at it, count it. And then he's clocked that it's only $1. The way his face dropped, 
I was in the back of the like car. Nigerian wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the back, like belly laughing. Oh, you, at least you didn't deliver it with a dollar gun. <laughs> Stand back, you're going to get hit then, seven yeah. foot. <laughs> Let's dip into that bag again. What's your second item? Second item, portable speaker. Okay, yeah. now, where would you use that? Because I love a speaker when I'm getting ready in the room on holidays. Yes. But if I'm on the beach... I'm not sure anyone's going to want to hear my banging house music or drill music playing out while they're trying to have a... I hear that, but I'm not too bothered about anyone else <laughs> but myself. I thought you were going to say, but I always nah, go somewhere where I'm considered... Because I don't play terrible music. I play but good what, music. But what if someone else who thinks they've got the good music turns up with the speaker as well? I mean, listen, I'm all about vibes. Like, like I kind of know what to play wherever I go. So if I go, like, let's say it's the well, Caribbean. So you're, you're saying you become the DJ, by the way. Yeah, point. bro. Right. And if someone was to turn up their speaker line in their mind and drown out me, bro, it's not a competition. I'll turn my thing off and enjoy what you're playing. But I have to have, like, that's an essential item. I cannot forget that. Speakers, portable speakers. Uh, just because I know people will be shouting this either at the screen if they're watching at the listening device, but some a lot of people will be saying the word headphones in unison at the moment. I mean, I don't we're care, even we're know. even wearing headphones. Yeah, but but would you not think you get all the bass and all the vibe? No, who goes up turns up to a beach with headphones? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. You need you need speakers. Because if you're bro. turning up with bum wipes, you might have packed headphones. <laughs> Oh, that's a personal thing, you get me? That's a, the personal hygiene. You I know think I mean? of everything except... <laughs> okay, so you, uh, on your tour of Babahood, you've talked about fatherhood yeah. and how the life of your six-year-old son is so different to your childhood. Yeah. Um, if you're anything like me, you probably have to fight... Uh, my dad was called Dave, so I have to fight against the inner Dave because when I was growing up, my dad wanted me to experience things as horrible as they were for him so I could learn, yeah? yeah. I had nothing... Do you ever struggle with that, seeing your son have luxury and everything? And as much as you want to cherish and give him everything, just part of you go, I need to give him a little bit of misery so he learns, or a little bit of going without so he learns. I went through getting that. that balance, right? Yeah, no, I went through that. I did go through a point where I was just like, oh, my days, I'm actually jealous of my son. Yeah, yeah. that's the emotion, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I really did. You, you look at the little boy you were and compare it to the little boy he is, and that six-year-old's jealous of that six-year-old. Yeah. It's bizarre, but so many people yeah. with children will know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he has everything everything I don't like and I try my hardest to be like no you're not getting it you're gonna learn to like work for stuff and then I end up giving in you yeah. know what I'm saying it was just like he just won't stop asking for the <laughs> same thing over and over again I'm just like fine I'll get it like you know what I mean yeah. and what about with travel because you obviously you He's didn't have many holidays apart from Isle of Wight so <laughs> listen I, I went to Menorca when I was 11 and when I was 12 and then I went to Florida when I was 15 so I got three holidays it's a lot more than a lot of people where I grew yeah. up got I know that but still, you yeah. know, I only went on a plane three times in my entire child. Yeah. I'm living through my daughter a little bit. Yeah. Particularly if we get like a cheeky upgrade or something or in the premium cabin, you know, I'm getting off on them experiencing that luxury. But the other part of my brain's thinking, am I damaging by giving her too much luxury? Yeah, you're not. Definitely not. I think she's learning so much about what. And same for my son. He's been to, in terms of abroad, he's been Cyprus. And oh my, he loved he absolutely had the time of his life. I stayed at a beautiful resort and my son was literally jumping into the pool, like, <laughs> like, like it's literally just 
just going crazy. Like, he absolutely had the talent. Cyprus like, is good. Get, and it gets yeah. hot in like, May, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's yeah, sometimes yeah. you want to go away in that like May yeah. uh, bank holiday. There's not many options in Europe. You've got to go Greek islands or Cyprus. Yeah, we went, um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it was nice and hot. We went on a nice boat ride. Um, yeah, he's, oh, my gosh, this boy's had the time of his life. But we've done a lot of staycations as well, as well as, like, when it's been certain times where we've not been able to um, go abroad we've just been like all right let's you know find somewhere nice within the country and he loves hotels like he loves hotels. every time we go oh we're going somewhere we're staying at a hotel this guy loses his mind yeah, same with my daughter. He, yeah <laughs> packs every toy you know <laughs> i've got to ask a question every parent will be asking yeah interconnecting rooms or suite so you've got a separate door or do you go family room so he's in the same room as you family room i've so, got to see this boy man because yeah. Children sleep. My son sleeps like a, a mad person. But I, I still got to be able to, like, have an eye on him. So, have you travelled to Nigeria Not yet. at all? Never, never. But you flew to Jamaica. No, we haven't flown to You've Jamaica. You've not been to Jamaica yet? No, no, no. Ah, so right. is, it on the, the, is it on the cards? Yeah, that's on the cards. So, hopefully, uh, during the three-month break, that's, a, like, Jamaica and Nigeria are definitely, like, top of the list of, like, places I need to visit, mm. uh, not just for my wife, but for myself. Nigeria, because uh, my immediate family, most of them are, are out there. So I need to uh, see some aunties, some uncles and some actual cousins. I've only got one set of cousins in uh, England, Jamaica, because I need to visit the rest of my wife's family. I've already met the vast majority that are here, like all 58 of them. I need to meet the rest of them out there in Jamaica. So, and yeah. in Nigeria, I mean, it's changing, man. It's like, yeah, more it like is. Dubai now, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's where the money, the money yeah, is there, yeah. isn't it? And December, the, uh, Africa's like an, an amazing place in December. They call it, uh, I have to get it right. Let me get the accent right. They call it Dirty December. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, because basically <laughs> in December, like Christmas time, um, it, it's, it's just lit. That's you know it just gets oh, so right. good like uh, the club scene the um, the music scene yep. everything starts you know going up uh, Ghana as well Ghana's yeah. another place where December uh, they've got like an amazing uh, like music scene that happens Gambia's supposed year. to be good for holidays as well somewhere on my Ooh, list to go to Banjo okay. I'd like to go there yeah, yeah. I'm partying when I, I need the combination of chilling but now and again Mina goes for a sleepover and me and Lindsay go dancing because we're banging to dancing yeah Dope. Yes, mate. So if I go back to St. Lucia, in fact, that's the plan. Because in St. Lucia, you have to drive like an hour and a half to get to the sort of pit, the grow, grows inlet right, bit. Right. And they have a, every Friday is a street festival party. Thing oh, mate, Saint you Lucia. would love uh, Barbados then. The same yeah. thing. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oysters. Well, well we're going there in January. Oh, mate, you're going to love it. Uh, for every Friday, there's a place called Oysters. Yeah. You go there, um, fresh uh, seafood, if you if you yeah. like seafood. Uh, but dancing. Like, oh, wait, it's there. like street dancing. It's every, it's, it's like a mini they carnival. Ain't What's here? <laughs> I'm gonna be like an advert for Cod Liver Oil. Trust me. I'm finished. <laughs> I'll be grinding so hard. Peppercorns will be. So, if you, what's the best music city then? If I wanted to go somewhere, where would you? Where would we go Ooh. if we wanted to go party? Oh, bro, have you been Germany? Been Berlin? I haven't. Is it good? Oh my days, yeah. So I would say Berlin, bro. Because they got, that, like, I remember when I went clubbing out there, yeah, they were throwing down. They were throwing down some tunes, bro. Yes, and that's mate. another place where I went to, and I literally, I walked around by myself for, like, two hours. I, I think I ventured a bit too deep because <laughs> I, I remember I got to whatever area it was, and I started seeing a bunch of people that I was just like, yeah, you guys look like... And you're like, this used to be East Germany, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It does. It's undervisited Germany, and it people is. don't realise it's, it's got dope. in summer. It's got this amazing bit of coast with beautiful yeah, beaches yeah, okay. as well. Yeah. You think of Germany as being the blob in the middle that's landlocked, but it does. It does have a coast. Yeah. Right. What's item number three? Item number three, and this one's a bit of a strange one, but it's because of my son. Um, it's a mini game console. Ah, yeah. like a little Nintendo type yeah. DS. Yeah, 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 yeah. My daughter's asking for one of those. Would you recommend it? Yeah, I would get, yeah, the Switch. Yeah, the Switch, Yeah, yeah, yeah the Nintendo Switch. I would definitely get that. It's better than iPad as it well. It is I way I better than it's iPad. Something that feel, it feels more interactive rather than that passive yeah. blue light sat back, which we know yeah. sends them a bit nutty. Exactly, and there's some games in there which are so, like, good for, like, parents and child to play together. And, and some that are, like, um, very educational as well. And, and even yeah. ones, because we've got the Ring Fit. So, you know, even if we want to do like a... What's a, that? Is that ring, an attachment for this? So Ring Fit is like a workout game. And so sometimes me and my wife will do it. My son will join in. He'll just watch us. But um, that's one that we can do together in like our hotel room. If I decide, okay, I don't want to really go downstairs to the gym or anything like mm. that. So, yeah, we always that's an essential item that we bring uh so you know some late late, late yeah. um entertainment sometimes with me and my son and my wife we just want to come back to the hotel and we just want to chill out boom we'll slap that on play a nice little interactive game with each other and yeah it just must be it. useful for traveling as well so what's it your is. what's your sort of airplane routine i have to plug minna into the movies i have to she needs something yeah. but i'm guessing the yeah. games console is helpful for that game just given the he's what, game have you done much long haul with the little one no 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 it's all like, he's only been cyprus um so he hasn't done like a long haul journey yet mm. but he will do very soon yeah and so that will definitely come in handy but also like movies what's he like as a flyer does he leave you my like, son yeah no he's cool yeah. he's really really cool i have to admit i mean it's only been the one journey that he's had that i've been able to uh like monitor him uh, but no he's he's perfect man. that's good yeah where you're going you've got montreal and all sorts coming up yeah. so you need to get them ready for the long haul journey yeah Australia, I want to go back to as well. Yeah, yeah. and now that is a long flight. You split is. it up with a bit of Singapore, or yeah, yeah, I'll have to definitely split it up with that. Like that's what we did when when I went into the jungle. Yeah. Of course, yeah, the jungle. Yeah. We've not even spoke about the jungle. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. So, uh, I already know the answer to this, given the fact your first item was a moist toilet. Yeah. Flight. But I'm going to ask it anyway with a bit of optimism. Were you an outdoorsy person before that? No, I wasn't. <laughs> really, not. I didn't see that. <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, you strike me as someone who would have been quite fearful of some of the stuff you would have encountered. What are you like with bugs and things like oh, that? Oh, I don't like none of that. So, yeah, you, mu you must, you know, like some people are like I'm, pretending to be nervous to look good, to make good television. No. Like, you weren't pretending, were I you? was not. Like, I was really, <laughs> bro, in my accommodation, um, before we even went into the jungle, uh, there was this big, massive cockroach um, <gasps> in my house when I was, uh, the house that they put me in uh, before we went in. And oh my God. Oh my god! So that must have thought if I can't take a cockroach in a normal house, this is it. I'm not going to lay in a sleeping next to a rat. I was like, yeah, exactly. And then what was so funny is the <laughs> first night of the jungle. Oh my gosh, that was the scariest night ever. And then <laughs> you're crying like, first, like I wasn't crying. Someone was you crying. You see I'm a film and it's someone's first yeah. night in prison. Yeah. I just want my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary though. It was so scary because you are outside Ugh. and uh, like. In the morning, security, they told us that, yeah, there was vermin. <gasps> there was, and then, because we had a snake come in. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we had a, a poisonous snake come in, and so security had to run in and, you know, 
Uh, how, are they, how are they seeing that? Uh, there's cameras. There's, there's got all types of... CCTV? Yeah, no, no. They're, they're, you've <laughs> got on. infrared and you've got uh, heat cameras as right, well. Right, right. Yeah, it tracks all of it. I would have been gone the next month. I would have eaten every bit of Imodium I had. And <laughs> so are you looking to experience something new or was it just about, this is good for my career, I'm going to put my fear to the side, I'm going to embrace it all? I wanted to... Um, uh, conquer my fears. I didn't. <laughs> I no, came out more scared we, we, than I was. I think we saw that. <laughs> did you feel isolated when you were in there, or did you quickly form strong bonds with everyone? Did that? How? How? Uh, did you have a period a of days? Of yeah, a bit of both. I definitely felt uh, isolated because um, you spend so much time just thinking. And but I've created strong bonds like me, Mike Tyndall, Scarlett Douglas, uh, Charlene. Um, yeah. Yeah, we created uh, Owen and Jill Scott, definitely. So I think the one that will stick in everyone's mind is your fear of heights and how you had to deal with that because that seems to me something that's harder to get over because if I've got a fear of rats or snakes, I can just lay there shaking and force myself. But if I shake when I've got a fear of heights, I'm going to fall off. Yeah. It's a different challenge. Yeah, that was, but that was one that I never knew I really had. Really? You know, yeah, I discovered that on the day. <laughs> Wait there, have you been low your whole life? Yeah, <laughs> I've bro. never gone past the first I, floor. <laughs> Fourth floor was like my highest height. You know what I'm saying? So when I got up there, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like this was, and it was, bro, imagine I'm walking backwards when I'm supposed to be walking forward. That's, that's how scared I was. I was, I was so But doesn't this thought ever go through your head? It certainly goes through my head watching you is, is it, is it, what, what if it went wrong? What, what if, or are you thinking I'm a hundred percent safe? It's just my, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You're a hundred percent safe. And they're like, they, it's thorough. Their testing of like any trial that you do is thorough. It's to the T. So all you have to do is literally step in and just, you know, figure it out for yourself. But it, it was definitely scary. But I conquered that fear. And I was so glad because I had another trial, another challenge, should I say, with me and Sean Walsh to do a heights trial. And I said, yo, I will do it. But he was just like, let me do it because you've already done one. And I was just like fully like, I'll do this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm over it. But my fear of frogs, <laughs> that one, I, I'm still not over. I'm still traumatized over that one. Because so anyway, you'd rather go up a skyscraper than face a toad. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Do you think um, conquering your fear of heights? Do you think um, that's helped you in? in other aspects of your life so for those that don't know when you do stand up there's normally this sudden phase where it takes off a bit and you're in environments you weren't used to before and they can be just as scary it could be a royal yeah. variety show it could be your first time in a 500 seat thousand seat yeah. it could be doing a panel show where you're the only comedian where you wouldn't have they wouldn't have known your name a year before suddenly yeah. they want you yeah. have you found you've sort of brought in that enrichment of conquering the fear of heights into other environments where you might have been more scared? Has yeah. there been transferable skills? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, before I would have second-guessed myself so much, but now I'm at the point where I'm just like, well, you know, there is an audience that are there for me. Yeah. And so, I, not that I can do no wrong, but they've, they've, they've got my back. Mm. And so that has calmed me down a lot more. Whereas before, man, I would, like just, just like you said, panel shows, things like that, I would have been doubting myself. Like, I would have... Mm panic just to even well, we did stand up sketch show to same series yeah same series yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so um, that, that itself is a weird environment because they're filming stand up so it's just like a normal stand up gig with cameras but it's then brought to life in a sketch at yeah. a later filming day yeah. and in the edit it flits between the two but what that means is when you're on stage you're having to use a different skill yeah. of thinking how does that look as a, will it look as a story turned into a sketch Absolutely. at the same time as entertaining the audience 
And you see a lot of comedians get nervous, but I'm guessing someone that's had to kiss a toad and walk out on a plank probably coped a bit better, <laughs> basically. Um, what about Australia then? Would you? How did you find that culturally? And I loved it. What What would you go back and do I would this go time? Back. If you, what yeah. would you do? Uh, I'd definitely take my family number one and I definitely would go uh, to different cities. Everyone's to told me about uh, Melbourne and, and Sydney mm -hmm. said that they're equally uh, as nice or even better. But I won't lie, Brisbane was beautiful. Yeah, um, I did a seven night run there. Yeah. Lovely city. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next, right in the QPAC centre, right next to the big wheel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely place. Yeah, I was It's like it's just, just been made, hasn't it? Yes, it is. It, do it does have that feel to it. But I was, go again, I was going around by my myself I got on the tram I learned the whole uh, uh, tram system and connections and where to go and everything and I was just up and down uh, the city by myself uh, I, I, I had the best time ever on a holiday I don't like obviously other than Barbados with my wife but yeah just it was so good it was so good, man. And you can stop. So if you're going there to stop halfway, are you interested in Thailand, Singapore, that part of the world? Because traditionally, yeah. the people that go to Australia, and it sounds like something they'll you're going to go back off. to, they'll stop in uh, Southeast Asia. Well, yeah, Singapore looked nice. I mean, I was only there for four hours, but uh, I didn't get to go around, obviously mm. leave the airport. But I did say to myself, if I do ever do Australia again, I would definitely maybe spend a night or yeah. something like that. And then maybe the next day travel to Australia but yeah I'm, I'm definitely booking Australia again that's on the cards so let's talk a little bit about your career and travel before mm. making it in comedy you were nine to five for many years which now sounds optimistic to most people who are like <laughs> eight till seven aren't they let's face it nine to five sounds almost pleasant yeah how has becoming a comic changed your relationship to travel? Most of your life is travel with a tiny bit of gig on top, like yeah. mine, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a lot of traveling, um, but I, I do like it, man. I've been, I've had the you know pleasure of like gigging in places like. Um, hopefully, I'm pronouncing this correctly, Utrecht. Ah, oh, right. So you have gigged abroad. Yeah, and Berlin, Berlin. Uh, so what are you doing? Do you speak German or are you doing an English? No, in English. English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that was my thing. I was just like, yo, they're going to get me in Germany? And they were like, yeah. I was just like, all right. Did my routine. <laughs> and they were laughing their heads off. I was like, okay, you guys like it? Cool. Great. Please, yeah. Um, but it's it, with those uh, places, I, actually, uh, they wanted to take my tour to Copenhagen. I was just like, nah, this ain't the one for that. Honestly, Maybe. Copenhagen is, I've got it coming up in June, Denmark. And they, they honestly, their English is better than ours. It's embarrassing. Is it? It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. They're correcting you. I think you'll find you've used the blue perfect tense there, Babatun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. home. But I know they've got like a good food scene out there. Yeah. Yes. It's expensive. Oh, is it? Yeah, ah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's amazing. And Oslo and Amsterdam have got coming up as well. They're all worth it. Okay. I did a gig in Athens in Greece. Also great Eng little English speaking gig there. Okay. Managers look out. There is something like on an ego rock star level about getting off a plane and doing a gig, isn't it? Yeah. It's different to like getting off, you know, the Avanti West Cone Express and hitting Stockport hard. It's a, you know, like if you get off the plane, what you hear, I'll just come for a gig, man. Back in England tomorrow. Yeah. It feels a bit more rock star, it does, doesn't it? It does, it does, it does. But, you know, I've, not, I've only done those two places. Uh, hopefully I'll do more. Uh, hopefully I'll do the States soon, you know what I mean? Because my... my, my Redrin Mo, he's doing the States. He's doing a world tour now. Like, he's going to be doing the moon for Elon Musk. <laughs> Just Elon clapping while you know he's abroad. Right, okay, I think it's time to put you in the hot seat. It's the quick fire section where you're just going to answer straight away what comes into your head. Cool. Let's see how you do. Last minute trip or planned in advance? Uh, planned in advance because... 
Oh my gosh, I can't do that. Not with my wife because she is terrible at timekeeping. Right. So she's someone who would love a last minute trip, right? Get to the airport as the plane's taking off, jump in the wing. That's what my wife says. That's like. my wife. Yeah. That, that, Does my I head think, in. I think she thrives off of being late. Yeah. <laughs> she like, it's like she enjoys the vein pulsing in the side of my head. <laughs> Which I hate. Right. So we know the answer to this one. Getting to the airport early or just on time? Oh, my gosh. If I can get to the airport a day early, I would. Is right. There's food, get there's the, shops. Yes. Well, you, you can even buy, treat yourself to a bit of lounge access. Yes. And then it's all good. Absolutely. Favourite beach destination? Isle of Wight. We've established that. Oh, I mean, <laughs> uh, Pebbles Beach in Barbados. Favourite city? Can be in the UK, can be anywhere. Man, I enjoyed Germany. Berlin. Berlin. I really did. Yeah, Berlin was amazing. I really enjoyed that place. If you had to go away with one I'm a Celeb cast mate, who would you go with? Ah, uh, Mike Tyndall. Yeah. Yeah, man. Security built in. Yeah, security. <laughs> and he's a laugh, man. He is so cool, bro. He is like and one of the royal cool... as well. Yeah, yeah, that, but he's one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet in your life, really? man. Cool. Yeah, he's just so down to earth, man. He's a big teddy bear, but he's a oh man, he's such a cool They're guy. They're mental those rugby players, though. They are. They're like gremlins, just don't give them booze after midnight. <laughs> Otherwise it goes, I'm friends with James Haskell. It's all fine until the fourth pint. <laughs> uh, top destination for food. Oh, top destination for food. All right, man. Look, Jamaica, because I love uh, West Indian cuisine. So I would say Jamaica. Aisle mm -hmm. uh, seat or window seat? Window. Your favourite travel companion? I mean, it's awful when you've got oh. a wife and a child. <laughs> Good luck. Favorite tra I've got to say my wife, okay. even though I don't mean it. Lay <laughs> <laughs> uh, in or early start? Oh, early start because I love I love to enjoy the full day. Mm. I want to get a full day out of it. So early start. Set the itinerary or go with the flow. Itinerary. Yeah. Same. Have to. Yeah, we're very yeah. similar. I'm seeing that now. Ultimate bucket list destination. Brazil. Best travel memory. Something that's really changed you as a person, really enriched your life. I mean, I have to say Australia because that not only was I, you know, filming uh, I'm a celeb and that was a great experience taught me a lot about myself but just in terms of afterwards the country is amazing and i literally had the best time learned so much about myself learned that even though i might not be somebody who um will be the best looking in terms of taking up a challenge or a trial i always put myself forward and that That's shows a, 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 a slight bit of bravery on, exactly. my, on my part. You're not yeah. the type of person who would take a dump into Paris. You'd experience the cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> we hear you. Babatuna Lesha, thank you so much. It's been so good having someone in here having a laugh with them, messing around. It's good to hang out with other comics. Once we get to a certain level, we don't hang out with other comics. Yeah. This is as close to a social life as we're going to get. <laughs> what are you up to next? I am uh, still touring uh, and I've been filming a whole bunch of pilots. <laughs> Anything we can look forward to or is it all top secret? It's all top secrets but hopefully it will, you know, one of them will hit. You'll write a book one day and I will read it. Baba Tunde Aleshe, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Pack Your Bags with Tui. If you've enjoyed the chat, please do share it with a friend, leave a review. It really, really helps other people find the show. We've got loads more to come, so hit subscribe, keep up to date. Oh, next Wednesday, we've got the amazing Guardian food critic Grace Dent coming in. And please, whatever you do, have something to eat before the episode or you like to eat everything in your house. She's a serious foodie and the inspo is massive. If you're anything like me, you're already picturing yourself rum punch in hand, sunning yourself on a beautiful Bajan beach. 
Well, you could live happy in the Caribbean sooner than you think. Head to tui.co.uk to find the perfect travel experience for you. Pack Your Bags was brought to you by Tui and produced by Chalk and Blade.